All right, it's episode 45 of the Talking Ball podcast. Yes, 45 episodes in. We appreciate you guys hanging with us and listening to us as well. It's Ryan and Antonio. And, of course, uh, well, Mason's not here today because he's got family stuff going on. We postponed it a day on him, just stuff going on, and then... He had a last second dinner that popped up on him, so he's just like, or not last second, he forgot about it. He nah, said that's so. All good. So um, he'll be with us next week. And we're planning actually to be visual next week. That's the plan. We're working towards that. Yep. So yep, um, yep, yep. just kind of look look out for that. We'll post on it, TikTok, Twitter, whatever it is. But but yeah, we want to make it a quick one. We're just you know, it's a uh, football season. It kicks off tonight. Bills versus Rams. Yes. Who do you got in this game, real quick? Uh, I think the Rams will win just because you know it's. I think they're. Uh, Kind of sick of hearing about how the Bills are the, the favorites. I, I think they're the favorites too in the AFC, but we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I think I think Aaron Donald and those boys are gonna prove a lot of people wrong tonight because they're the underdog. They're, I think the spread is like two and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah so that's on on their banner night, and they're the reigning Super Bowl champions. They certainly didn't get worse over the off season, so I'm gonna go with the Rams tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna do a recap of what happened in 2017. When the Patriots were hosting the Chiefs, Alex Smith last oh, year, and they got destroyed forty-two yeah. to twenty-one. The game, it, I yeah. think it's going to be this game. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be Bills in the forties, and the Rams still just like catching up. Not catching up, like Super Bowl hangover. Okay, Super Bowl hangover. That everything's going to be going on. The lights, the cameras, the action. They're in Hollywood. Post, post. I almost said World Series. Super Bowl. I, I think everyone's healthy. Stafford's elbow. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I just think it's going to be the Bills are like, nah, we're, this is us this year. You know, we're, they have a statement. It's, they got to kind of solidify that they're the best team in the league. Not just the AFC, the league. And so I just think Josh Allen, um, I think I think he's going to do it. I think Josh Allen's going to throw for 300 plus at least two touchdowns um, and just really go from there. That's all I got. It's all just right. we just got to watch it and see. But I'm excited this this season for we're gonna talk NFL after we talk MLB. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll give our Super Bowl picks as well. But crazy stat I actually read today: Sean McVay's never lost in a home opener or a, a beginning game. The first game he's never lost. So this is it tonight. Yeah, right. This is the first one. <laughs> Watch tonight be the one. All right, let's go to your Mariners right now. Uh, you know, look, man, they're in the second wild card spot right now. They overtook uh, the Blue Jays for that second spot, so they're sitting pretty right now. I, I think obviously the Astros are going to win the division. They're up like 13 games. Right, so it's going to be tough for them to blow that. Um, We'll get to a team that might do that in a little bit, but they're NL East lead. But, uh, yeah, the Mariners are looking good, man. I mean, they're winning games they should win, and I think that, uh, boy, it's going to take a miracle or something just completely disastrous for them not to make it, right? I I think unless the disastrous and then... The Rays and the Blue Jays get really hot, right? Competing in division and the Orioles, right? But I think they're four up on the Orioles. They are. Yep. I they're a half. I think they're a half game back the Rays yes. right now. Correct. Yep. Which they could be above if they would at least won or been even or at least a half game. If they could at least taken two out of three against Chicago, which it, that was just one of those trap series. I was there Monday yeah. for the season series, and it's just like Mitch Haniger literally missed a robbed home run that fell off his glove and went over. If that doesn't happen, we win two to one. So it's and then this last game, Castillo, a double play yesterday. Uh double play gets overturned. Next pitch, home run. Right. And that start sparked that six run inning, I think it was for the White Sox. So but that's baseball. I mean, it, the Mariners have been on the other side of that where they took uh take an opportunity of chances and missed opportunities and all that defensively, where their offense put points on the board. So that's just sports in general, baseball. But I I, I just don't see the Mariners falling out of it. I think I've been saying it since last year when they didn't make it. They're going to make the playoffs this year, and if but they got to be the number one seed. Yeah, 
so they get home field and so they don't play the Astros the first round. Right. Because the Astros are going to be the number one overall. Yeah. They're going to have home field. I The way the Yankees are going, they could beat the Yankees. Everything's going on. They could beat anyone in the Central. The Central, if the Mariners are in the Central, they're, they're, in, they're a division leader. So that's just where they're at. So it's just like that's how weak the Central is. And the Yankees are falling apart before our eyes. Yeah, they are. Besides Aaron Judge. So yeah, right. I think the Mariners yeah. make it. I just think it's just one of those. You got to win out. They have a series against the Braves coming up. That's going to be a true test. Big one, yeah. Which we're going to talk about the Braves and the Mets here for you, oh, for the yeah. Mets fan. Yeah. And really, I just got to think that's really it. It's like they're they're starting to click. Castillo looked great yesterday until like he, he sat for 25 minutes or that four-run inning, which mm. kind of, you know, you get in your groove. And then when you sit 25 minutes, it's like, whoa. You start you know thinking, I mean? yeah. You start thinking yeah, and all this, and it's just yeah. I think that's what happened because he struck out seven straight. So it's wow. just like if the pitching's clicking, we have the best bullpen in baseball again, and the bats are getting hot. I don't see why the Mariners can't at least snag the top wild card. So they until so they're home for three games for the wild card, and then so I think they would play the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. whoever fell in the final wild. So the Blue Jays right. or the Orioles, whoever, yeah. And they beat the Blue Jays every series they played this year. The Orioles, I think, you know, yeah. so it's just like they've fared well against the AL East minus, I think, the Red Sox, which is random because they beat the Yankees two straight series and the Ray and everyone else. So, well, it seems like the Mariners play better against better competition, which I think is a good thing, right? I mean, obviously, you want to win the series, you can win, but, uh, you know, they, they've been playing well. I mean, besides the Astros, the Yankees, they've been playing well against, like you said, the Blue Jays, that's a playoff team they're playing well against. So, and, they, and, they've, won, and they've won seven out of their last yeah. like 10. Right, so, I right. mean, is it seven out of the last ten? Yeah, because they won six straight, then they took one. So like they've they've won six out of the last eight. Right. Or six out of the last nine. So mm-hmm. that's that's good statistically for baseball if you can do that. So I just think the Braves are coming up this weekend. And if they can snake, I think if they have it's a three game series, if they can snake two out of three, not only is that helping your Mets, but it's helping yes. our cause to jump around and show, okay, we can beat good teams. Because we beat the good teams. We're we're winning series against the good teams, like you said. Yep. We're just we're hitting those trap like the White Sox. They're they're like ten games back of a wild card, and then they're like yeah. six games back of like a division lead or something like that. So it's just something like they're one of those just like trap series. Where it's like they got really nothing to win for, but they got nothing to lose for either. But to be the upsetter, pretty much at this point in the season. So really for the Manners, they're getting hot, and I just want them just to roll in because after the Braves, it's San Diego for a two game series midweek. Then after that, it's pretty much just like AL West and then the Tigers to end the season. So it's it's in their favor. A- AL West minus the Astros. They've already beat the Astros totally. So or not beat them, but they've already played them fully. For so they the don't season, play them their again. Series, is what yeah. You're saying, yeah. So it's yeah. like yeah, it's like Rangers, Angels, A's, Angels, A's, Detroit, I think. And so schedule's in their favor. We're looking for at least 90 plus wins, which will get them in for at this yep. point, the way how much is remaining and just get at least the number one wild card. That that's the goal. Get the number one wild card, and hope a team can knock the Astros out, so you don't have to play them. Yeah, and then kind of just make that run because they can beat anyone else but the Astros in the playoffs. And I'll, I will stand by that. I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. I think the Astros are the top dog, but you know the Yankees—they're only five games up right now. They were twenty games up like a month yeah. ago. <laughs> they're falling apart. They are falling apart. Besides Aaron Judge, like you mentioned, but and you mentioned too the the AL, the AL Central. I mean, you know the Guardians are—they haven't been a powerhouse this year. No, neither have the Twins and. You know, if they play one of those teams, I mean, I think they're in good shape. I really do. And again, we keep saying it. All you got to do is just get into the tournament. You well, know? they won the series against the Guardians here when I went a couple weeks ago, right. two weeks ago. Then they went to Cleveland and beat them in a sweep. So it's just like they beat a division leader. So if you face them in the playoffs, you think, okay, the, the Mariners are going to beat them in three. I agree. They're going to beat them in five. Yeah. Like they literally took like 
what was it like seven out of eight <laughs> against Cleveland in that in that two series span. So it's right. just like they can do it. Yeah, and and, and, and the Twins besides yeah, Byron I mean, Buxton, I mean Correa's having a down year. They don't Sanchez, have anyone. You know, that's scary. Yeah, no. Besides the thing is just one of those. They got the bats. Yeah, maybe not so much in the pitching category, but they got the bats. They do with like Arias, usually nail and batting average, and they do have bats. You're right about that. Yeah, for sure. But. A lot more than we thought. We were looking at rosters like right. Justin here, who's going to have a tattoo at the end of the season. <laughs> our, our production manager here at the radio stations, but yeah. he um. So the bet is Lindsey that has to get a tattoo of the Mets or not the Mets. The Twins have a better record. The Mariners have a better record. Justin's got to get a tattoo. Yeah, well, it's... I think this will be the second tattoo bet he's lost because does he have a Seahawks tattoo? Yeah, he bet with um. I don't know who. I guess it was maybe with uh, Lori because she's a Seahawks fan. But anyway, the bet was that. He had to get the Seahawks logo if the Seahawks beat the Vikings, and the Seahawks beat the Vikings, so he had to get the tattoo. So he's gonna have to make room for it. Looks like a Mariner tattoo as well. I just said get the grippy swing. Ooh, well, I would settle. Tattoo, I would settle though. for that's a grippy dope. swing. Yeah. I would settle for that for him. I agree with you. But let's jump to your Mets. What are you scared about? Oh boy. Well, I'm I'm just frustrated, man, because the Mets have done this before. In 2007, they had the division lead literally the entire year, and this was the Jose Reyes, David Wright days. And- Great era. Great era, great team. Boy, they really blew it, though. The last game of the season, they gave up the division lead to the Phillies, and they weren't uh, in wildcard contention at the time. I think that maybe it was the Brewers. I'm, I'm not sure what team jumped over in the Cardinals, but, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs. And, I want to say it's the Brewers. I think that was yeah, that Ryan Braun Ryan MVP, Braun MVP, or, yeah, MVP you're right. season. So the Mets right now are only a half game up on the Braves. And they were like seven, weren't they? At one point in August, yeah. And it, it, it just, you know, their bats have just gone quiet from what I see. You know, I mean, Pete Alonso, his RB, the RBI machine is kind of getting quiet. Francisco Lindor has been a little bit of a disappointment. I mean, he's making so much money, and it's like he's not that dominant Francisco Lindor he was in Cleveland. Um, you know, and when you get guys like, you know, Scherzer, now he's back on the IL, 15-day IL. <laughs> and what was his injury? It was... I guess he he felt tightness in his left side, his oblique, and I think that's why he's on the 15-day DL. What is why? I'm, I'm all turning sideways. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm turning sideways. I'm a lefty, so I'm like, the okay. Oblique. The oblique, yeah. And, okay. uh, you <laughs> know, the, the manager, I mean, uh, what's, his, what's his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, the Mets manager. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But oh, it's it's uh, Buck Showalter. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's Buck. Buck is saying, well, it's a great thing he's on the 15th day, and I'm like, well, not when you're trying to win a division. So, and you're in a division race, especially because the the Braves pitchers are all healthy, you know. So, I think health is gonna be a big thing. But you know, it's like they lost two games to the Nationals last series. You can't do that, especially I think they were at home too. Go to Pittsburgh, they lose one game in Pittsburgh, and then they you know sweep the doubleheader, mm-hmm. but. You got. I mean, I don't even want them to lose once to a team like Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? So, especially you know. But hey, and the Mariners could help us out this weekend. I really hope they do. And, and I'm pull. I like the Mets. I'm pulling for the Mariners yeah. against the Braves too. J- not only f- to help you guys out for your sake, because I like the Mets and you're a Mets fan. But yeah. for the Mariners, it's like we got to do that. It's like say you sneak, not sneak through. Say you do get through the playoffs with with going. Houston gets knocked out somehow. Right. You're able to get in. The Braves could be a potential. Suter on the NL side, which actually I think that'd be a great matchup. Mariners versus Braves. Braves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a great matchup, but I also beat them in the show back to back seasons <laughs> years back. Yeah. Uh, it was the 2014 game. Right. But I beat the Braves in my road to the show uh, okay. with my characters, the Mariners, in uh, 15 and 16. The road to the show? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just my one guy. We played the Braves in back to back series and I beat them. Right, right. Right there. So that holding true. Yeah, yeah. Six yeah. years later in a virtual game to now, but you know, we'll make it work. Right. Make it work. But no, I just think the Mets thing is it's like you guys make the play they make the playoffs, right? Right. 
And then it's like, or they make the World Series even 15. They lose to the Royals. And it's just like, the Royals were a really good team. Yeah, they were. But the Mets were better. Yeah. In every category, the Mets were better. And it's just like, how do you... That's the thing, like... The Mets are a good team, and for them to not make the playoffs and or to even make the wild card, I mean, again, you're leading the division the entire year. And I just know Mets fans, man. Like, uh, you ever see that guy Frank the Tank on Barstool? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Frank I the mean, Tank. I mean, I always see his uh, reaction videos. I mean, and he's a little overboard. Like, every time the Mets lose, the season's over, the season's over. <laughs> but that's how Mets fans are. I mean, it, it just... There's just been a lot of disappointment, and you know, you talk about the World Series. You know, we had a better team, disappointed again. 2007, disappointed again. Well, so. then 2006 was the year I came to like the Mets to be a dear yeah, right fan, and right. that's the year I think they won what like 97 games it was. Yeah, and the lost. Cardinals beat them. Yes, and and remember when Beltron didn't swing? Another disappointing thing. So it's just a lot of disappointment and a lot of uh, curse. You know, I mean, I'm a Jets and Mets fan, so I know. You know, teams being cursed and just just being completely terrible. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, man. It's good. The playoff picture is looking good, though. I mean, it, 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 I think baseball this year, the playoffs are going to be really good this year. I think they got a good set of teams trying to not only make it, but teams that do get in. It's going to be good because it's like the Mariners. It's like twenty one years we've been waiting for this, right? One years and too many upsetting years like the Felix era and the Robbie era. Where it's like, how do we not make the playoffs during at least those eras? Even like the middle end of Ichiro's era. It's right. just like. How do we not do it? Where now, as a Mets fan, it's, as a Mets fan, you're probably like, okay, if we can solidify the number one seed, mm-hmm. and everyone has to go through New York, we yeah. can do it. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. so we can't count those Braves. I, I think it just depends. Kind of, you'll get. A, I think you'll get a true glimpse of what Braves are going to show up come playoff time against. I think you're going to see a good like what teams you're going to see. Yeah, like the Mariners and Braves because right. they know like okay, the Braves have something to play for, but so do the Mariners. Where it's almost like. It has to be win now. Like you have to be in that mentality as wild card slash division chasers, like the Braves and wild card, like the Mariners. It's got to be win now. Okay, you're yeah. you can make the Mariners have like a ninety five percent chance. I think I saw it today to make oh. the playoffs. Like that's their percentage because yeah. that it's in their favor with yeah, their schedule. Right, 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 right. And the AL East has to beat each other up. Like I've been saying every the last couple of weeks, the AL East has to still play each other. The Blue Jays and Rays, the Ray, all all those teams, all five of those teams have to beat each other up. To make the playoffs. Right. Or the Mariners are just kind of like, <laughs> skip it a boop, bop. We got to play the Angels, the Rangers, the Athletics, Bad and then teams. Detroit. Yeah, 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 yeah. After, yeah, after San Diego, and San Diego's a dumpster fire too right now, yeah. which, like I said, they're not making the playoffs and you they're looking it. like it. Yeah, and so, you called it. yeah. What is it? They're two games above the Brewers, I think, right now. I believe I'm not so. exactly yeah, sure. I haven't, I haven't check checked that. today, but I know they were like, three games the other day last time I checked the NL because I pay a lot of attention to the Mariners mm-hmm. and so I try to pay attention more around other stuff but yeah so the Braves are in uh, excuse me the uh, Padres are the third spot right now uh, but they're actually tied with the Phillies for the second as well so I guess the tie at second and then the Brewers are about three and a half back so. three and a half yeah they can make some ground oh yeah so yeah. as long as they don't have to play the Cardinals right which I mean we'll see I'm excited for playoff baseball I love playoff baseball I best. love the World Series yeah it's the best man. it's so um but really, I keep saying um a lot today. I'm like, um, right. um, 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 um. The only thing I got is uh, Mason's not here, but Jordan, who's been on our podcast before everyone knows Jordan. Yeah. He said, book it, 2020, 2022 uh, Cardinals are World Series champions. Cardinals, which, St. Louis. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which, I mean, they're a good team. I mean, they I got mean, the pieces. Yeah. Watch, they got watch, watch Albert just turn into like 2010, <laughs> right. 2009, 2010 Albert just yeah. be a machine. Wouldn't that be something if they win with him again? Wow. That's one of those, like... I can see it, you know? I can see it. If he doesn't hit 700, he comes back day to day. He signs a one-year, but just says, hey, 
just we'll do day to day. Yeah, until, I like that. I like that. Until idea. I, until well, I hit now playoff seven. home runs count, right? No, not to oh, regular they, season. Really, nope. they don't. So nope. even if he hit five in the playoffs, they wouldn't count for seven. To my, as far as I know, I think it's just regular season oh, home runs. Wow, because they okay. they count career home runs too, and then they add on like the total if you count postseason and right. World Series. And oh, all I that. got you. Okay, it's okay. like. Total touchdowns for quarterbacks doesn't count the postseason. Oh, okay. I, right. To my knowledge, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I, I I'd have to double. Right. I, football, of course, is different. Their stats than like baseball and basketball, right? But like, I know bass. I th- see that. I don't know. I'll double check. Yeah, we'll I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that. home runs do not count. Okay. In postseason to regular season stats, right? Okay. Well, hey, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I mean if he does hit five, it's like technically he did. But like you said, I mean, you know, if they don't count it, but anyway. you know, what's crazy. Who's a team just kind of going under the radar right now? What's the that? Dodgers. Yeah, and they might break the single season win crazy? record. Yeah. And they're under the radar right now. With everything happening with like Seattle making their rise and the AL East trying to punish each other. Yeah, the Mets Braves thing going on with the AL East. They're just and the Dodgers. They're just cruising. Like they're still getting their their attention. They're in Los Angeles, but it's like. It's not every clip under the radar, and they're they're what they have like ninety wins right now. I think yeah, they're, they're like right there. Yeah, where it's like they they're, they're can, they chilling. can break the record. I'm like, don't don't take the one thing we have <laughs> right. minus Ken Griffey Jr. and Andrew right. Edgar. Come on, like yeah. do us a solid and don't break the. You can tie it, just don't break it. Right, right. <laughs> just don't break it. Well, we'll see, man. It, I, I mean, playoff baseball is what two weeks, three weeks, a couple weeks. Uh, weeks. I think it starts October seventh. Uh, oh, okay. All right, so we still got some time. About a month. Yep. About roughly. a month. All right, well, let's move on to uh, the NFL. Of course, it is back tonight. We're recording this on the first day of the first game. Of course, the Rams and the Bills. So let's talk expectations for the season, man. I mean, you know, obviously the Bills are the favorite in the AFC. And I in the NFC, I mean, I guess you would have to say the Rams are the favorite, right? I mean, I know a lot of people aren't treating them that way. but I'm going to say the Rams, but I just don't get where people are saying the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, like I saw a thing like on NFL Network where someone picked the Eagles to win the number one seed. Oh, really? And to make the Super Bowl. And oh, I'm boy. just like, wow. They're going to, cl- I, they have a good team on paper. You know what this Eagles team reminds me of? The Michael Vick, Namdi Asamoah era, and Vince whoever, Young. Vince Young era yeah. of Eagles football. When that, and, the, and they and didn't make the playoffs that year. They didn't make the playoffs. And I remember. In training camp, they were like, "Oh, this is the greatest team ever." Like on yeah. paper, you know what I mean? On and paper, like, and that's and that's the other thing. Like, it, and I think that was one of Andy, not his final year, but he was. It was this weird. Was like, it Chip Kelly? Was it Chip Kelly that year? No, maybe? no, it was. I think it was still Andy Reid. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't think Young played under Chip Kelly. Right, right. I think Chip Kelly had. Um, well, I think he had Nick, Nick Foles, Foles for a little bit. He had, yeah. yeah, he was only there for like two two seasons. Right, right. I, I want to say it was Andy Reid still. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because Vic was because Vic was a Stealer in like the late 2010s. He was, yeah. Or like like jet. 2013 <laughs> on. So it's yeah. it's like yeah. I want to say it was Andy Reid, but yeah, they're great on paper, sure. But your quarterback's Jalen Hurts, who after last season I'm not high on. Yeah, me either. So it's just like okay, you have AJ Brown, who's who's. People are saying, oh, this is going to make Jalen Hurts. You're right. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts is going to lead you to a 9-8 and eight record, and you're not going to make the playoffs. I think Dallas Goddard's got to have a good year, too, that tight end position. Yeah. You know, and their defense, you know, they got Darius Slay, and obviously they still have guys like, uh, you know, um, uh, who am I thinking? Brandon Graham. And, and Darius Slay was a big pickup last year. Yeah, he was. He was, for sure. No doubt about it. So I, I actually do think the Eagles are going to be a playoff team, I don't, but I don't think they're going to be, like, the number one seed, you know what I mean? No, I can see them winning the East. Yeah, I, yeah. Because Dallas is, is Dallas is going to be a down year, and, yeah. and the rest of the division is just trash. It's awful. Yeah. So unless Danny Dimes in New York can figure it out, and Ron no. Rivera can figure something out with Carson Wentz in Washington, right. you know, I don't. I just I can see them winning the division, but being like a four seed. 
Yeah. I don't see them being better than anyone. I still I still think the Packers are going to have a down year, but they're going to win 11, 12 games. The yeah. West, the Niners or the Rams are going to come out of it. Right. Right. So, and that's and they're probably going to be the top seed. And then who who at the South? Tampa's still going to win 11 games, 12 I, yeah, games. Yeah, I think people are kind of sleeping on Tampa right now. I mean, I know Brady's going through his thing, and, and the offensive line is decimated, but even Brady during his serious show with uh, Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald was saying he's actually showing his offensive line and all these clips of people saying they suck, you know, and it's like he's trying to motivate them. So I think the, I think the Bucks are still going to be good. I mean, they lost AB, but, you know. And I mean, the year they had no defense in 2017 and no offensive line, they still won like 12 games. Right. So I, and they, and he, if you got Brady on your team, man, you're going to compete. You yeah, know and, I mean? and he'll adjust. Yeah. You know, you're going to get to him. Yeah. You're going to sack him four or five times, but it's like, he's still Tom Brady. You That's know, what and I'm he's saying he was voted the number one player amongst all the players in the NFL. For that. Which, I'm a Brady fan, but I don't, I don't think that. Yeah, Aaron Donald is too. I, I agree Aaron, with you there. I think, I, Aaron Donald, there's Aaron Donald, there's TJ Watt. Yeah. You could argue, shoot, you could argue Coop, Coop this last season Cooper he had, Cup, the triple yeah. the triple crown yeah, of receiving. Right, right. I mean, that's hard to beat where it's like, it's Tom Brady again. I know it's a player's vote, mm-hmm. but it's like. I think they were kind of enamored by the stats he put up just because of his age last year. And I think that's kind of what they were pulling from. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I, I don't, I, I don't think. Pound for pound, he's the number one player. You know, he's he's up there. He's top five, top ten, no doubt. But number one, I don't know about that. Like 2018, Brady was legit. Right, right, right. The last year they won their Super Bowl, he threw for like 50 touchdowns or like 45 touchdowns and 4,900 yards. But right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, so let's do Super Bowl favorites. Who do you got do this it. year? I mean, oh man, I, I've been thinking about this all day, and I, I just I, I'm stuck between two teams in the AFCs, AFC. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. I, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a really good year this year. And and I know he's lost Tyreek. I know they have some uh, you know losses, but their offensive line, the whole thing is back, so they're going to be better there. Kelsey went nowhere. Kelsey's still there. And and Mahomes, look, man, if you want to be up there with Rodgers and Brady, and I know Rodgers only has one too, but I'm just saying, like, you know, skill-wise and perception-wise, I think he's got to get another another ring, you know? And he, I, I, I think, you know, everybody's calling him the baby goat or, you know, they're calling him uh, goat potential. I think if he's going to fulfill that potential, he's really got to get another ring. So, but I, I just, it's between them and the Bills. And I, I just think, you know, I was thinking about it last night. The Bills have just been, not cursed, but they've been to the Super Bowl four straight Unlucky years. Unlucky, too, the last Unlucky. couple of seasons. <laughs> and I think this year is finally going to be the year. If they're healthy, they got to get White back, the cornerback. Uh, but if they're healthy, I, I think the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. And the NFC, oh, man, I. I, I just think people are really sleeping on the Bucks. I don't know. I think Brady might. You think the a, Bucks make another run, huh? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I I know Stephen A. actually picked the same one the other day. He thinks the Bucks are going to go all the way too. I, I'm going to go with the Bills and the Bucks. The two Bs. I'll go with the Bills and the Bucks. I'm going to have the Rams making it again. Okay. I think it really just depends what season Trey Lance has in San Fran. Great point. Yeah. If he's the guy they think the number three pick he was supposed to that he was a couple years ago shows up that dethroned. Not to throw him, but I would just say they're like, you know, you're done to Jimmy. Like, you're done. We're rolling with this guy. They got the defense. Oh, they yeah. They got the weapons. Oh, absolutely. So it's on offense and the and a great offensive line. Do you believe in Trey Lance? Because I, I just, I, I think it's going to be a work in progress. I don't think he's going to start off, uh, you know, being really good. But I think as the season goes on, I think he'll get better. But I think because there's no film, I'm going to put him in the category of like a, a first year Colin Kaepernick where okay. he went yeah, off because yeah, yeah. well, he was on the scene. And yeah. I can see him having a season like that. But then you get game film, but it's like, when you got guys like Samuel back there, who's going to be behind you, flex, whatever. It just right. kind of takes the pressure off. And you have a great offensive line and a good running game. I mean, that's the thing. Like, he's, he's struggling passing. He's just not running the defense. 
run the ball. Yeah, and they've always run the been, ball, get the first down. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan has always been a let's run the ball and get the play action, and I think that could work for especially a guy like Lance. You know, and that defense is good. Yeah, oh god, that yeah. defense is spectacular. Yeah, with so, Nick Bosa and those boys, I, I think it's gonna come. I'm gonna pick the Rams just because I think they picked up some pieces like Bobby Wagner in the offseason. Like they lost Von Miller. But they picked up a hungry veteran, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, Wagner yeah. who needs to prove something in division to Seattle yes. who disrespected and let him go. And not only that, he's chasing another title. I, I don't think there's going to be a hangover. I think there's going to be a hangover the first game, but not a season hangover. No, I, I, I don't see them losing or not winning at least 13 games. Right. I mean, the rest of the division is just, yeah, they're going to sweep Seattle. They're probably going to sweep the Cardinals. Yes. They'll probably split the Niners. So right there, that's what, five wins? Yep. And then go from there, whoever they play. I just don't see them. I just don't see them not winning at least 13 games. So, yeah, I got the Rams and I got the Bills, but I have the Bills winning it this year. My dark horse team? Okay. My dark, So I got the Bills winning it. I had them in it last year, losing to the Rams. I picked the Rams to win it. Yeah, you did. Well yeah. before the season. I had the Rams making it, I had the Bills winning it. Okay. All right. Well, but we, my we dark, my dark horse team of the whole season oh, yeah, is going to be the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, okay. I, I can see And it. they're not really like a dark horse because people are saying, I just think Tua... I think Tua's going to ball out this year. I think Tua's going to be like a comeback player of the year or right. whatever. Was he hurt last year? Uh, well, he got benched, actually, twice for Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, That's... I don't Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who was the backup there? I don't remember. Was it Ryan Fitzpatrick last no, year? No, he was in the Commanders with the Commanders, but um, or the football team at the time. But, yeah, who was the back? I know he got benched t- twice, but he but he finished out the season, basically, is, is what happened. Yeah, I think so. it's hard to, to not do what he can do with um, Waddle and uh, Hill. Week. Yeah. Right out there, and so. they had the Mostert at, at the running back position. Uh, they have Mike Gusecki, shout out to South Southern New Jersey, it's where he's from, as well as I. Uh, he's a great tight end. So, what's yeah. their coach, McD- not McDaniels? Uh, is Mike, it McDaniels? Yeah, Mike McDaniels, yeah, 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 Mike McDaniels. And he used to be the OC for the Niners, and look how their offense was great. And last I think, year. I think Tua's or not Tua, but Tua's gonna have a good year. It's just he has okay, Tyreek's gonna go down there. The, right. Okay, he's not gonna throw the long ball like Patrick Mahomes seventy yards downfield. But right, right. You're gonna hit it. You're a lot of these receivers are gonna have a lot of yards after catch because Tua's very accurate in the short game. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's very so accurate. Go That's there. his thing. He's very accurate. My bust this year. Oh, I know. I still think I... in the AFC. Okay, it's the Denver Broncos. I knew it. I knew it was coming. I, I don't have the Denver Broncos even making the playoffs. What do you think their record will be? In your opinion. I mean, a winning record? Will that will they be close? Oh no, no, they'll have a winning record. Okay, gotcha. Russ gotcha. will put them as a as a close play as a playoff contender. Right. I think Devontae Adams and Derek Carr they're about to unleash. My MVP is going to be Justin Herbert this year. Okay, he's not going to go Derek Carr because I was all talking about the Raiders. So Justin Herbert is going to be my MVP this year. I think they're going to win the West, the Chargers this year. But I think it's going to be like right there. It's going to be like them and the Chiefs, and mm. then the Chiefs and the Raiders will sneak in. Okay, not sneak in. They're going to win 11, 12 games. Get that wild card type thing. Get a wild yeah. card. And then I think the the Dolphins will be the third wild card. I think the Patriots make it this year. Right. I, and I don't think it's just because talent. I think it's, you, you, don't, you don't have an, I'm doing finger quotes, you don't have an OC. Yeah. And if it is, it's what's-his-face, Matt Patricia. Yeah, who has never coached so offense just like, in his life. And Joe Judge, who was a special teams coordinator. And look, they were both head coaches, right? They got hired, so obviously they had a pedigree. But really, but, really terrible uh, I mean, oh, God. It went <laughs> Horrible. It's almost like the Nick Saban treatment, but oh, yeah. the NFL, right? Where it's just unless horrible. you're uh, what's his name, Kirby and um, Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart in uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, it's like he crazy, but he, he lost to uh, Saban in the championship that he finally beat him. Right? Yeah. It's like that where it's like McDaniel's beat when he left to Denver. Um, Josh McDaniel's beat Bill, right? But then 
build, like demolish them in the playoffs, yes, like the next Tebow, year, right, or mm-hmm. something like that. And, yeah. Or yeah, it was like twenty fourteen or whatever it was when he was it twenty fourteen? I can't. No, it was twenty twelve. It was twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the yeah, last was, year Eric Hernandez right. on the yeah, squad, and right, that's when right. they lost to Baltimore. Yes, when Baltimore went on to win it. Yes, um, yes. but it's just and you and Mac Jones is getting fresher. Like Mac Jones, he's like he, he's like he's like voicing his frustration is the thing, and he he's one of those young guys. He's already getting frustrated, and it's just like. Matt Patricia, great DC, not an OC. No, Josh or not Josh Daniels. Um, uh, Joe Judge. Joe Judge, great special teams coach. Great, not, right? Not a great, but coach. not a great coach <laughs> yeah, or right, an OC. Right. OC. I, yeah, I think yeah. I think they really dropped the ball on that one. And I, like I've been saying about like Pete Carroll and Bill, they're just they're the oldest coaches in the league. And I think Bill's in that kind of. I gotta prove it because Brady proved it now. But it's just there like go. no one's gonna no one's gonna take away from your legacy. Brady had a solid team in Tampa. So it's yeah. just like it's just like anyone, any quarterback of average, above average caliber than Jameis Winston probably could have went to to Tampa and won. Let's <laughs> right, be real. Right, so right, right. with that squad, yeah. but Tom's Tom, you know. So it's just like, yeah. I just think Bill and like he he makes some questionable moves like drafting. Oh, they're terrible. And being a GM, and yeah, maybe it's like if you want to step back and be a GM to stay in football, yeah. But it's like. You got to bring some young blood in, man. Like, look at what Shanahan's doing with like McDaniel's and McVay and all these guys. Yeah. Where it's like that's the, the new league's wave. getting younger, and right. you should have brought someone maybe from another coaching tree yeah. or the college ranks. And I think a lot of coaches now are getting hired because they're offensive coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, like the guy in um, um, Kevin O'Connor in, in Minnesota. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of these coaches. I mean, Belichick's really the only defensive coach that's won it in the past. You know, in the past couple of years. I mean, it, it just the league is really shifting to offense. It really is. If you're gonna be defensive minded, yeah, bring in like a generational can't miss OC, right? Even if they're from college, yeah. Even if if it's a running gun, this and that, you need that for your offense. Yeah. You need to be able to compete on that level. Yeah. So I think if you're gonna be defensive minded, bring in the most badass like, OC you like, can. Like uh, McDaniel's was. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. So, and then when, <laughs> and then if you're very offensive minded, you bring in the most badass DC. You can make him your assistant in case you have to step away. Right. So, right. I just think the Patriots need to look at it from that point. I think he's like, okay, these are my guys. They're from my tree. You know that I groomed them, took them under my wing. I think he's just looking out for his own at this point because. McDaniels did come back, but it was like, you're not going to let McDaniels walk to another team as the OC. You're not going to let him destroy you with someone with his own playbook. And you're going to see that breakout in Vegas this year. Yeah. Because Derek Carr has a cannon. Oh, yeah. And he has a number one to throw to. And Darren Waller. And Hunter Renfro. And I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a bounce back year. Yeah, I agree. So that, that just watch out that AFC West. But yeah, my, my upset is the Denver does not make the playoffs. My wildcard sleeper. Is the Miami Dolphins? You know what sleeper I have, and maybe I'm just biased because I really loved Hard Knocks this year. The Lions? I, I tell you, man, <laughs> I think the Lions are going to be close to a 500 record this year. I really do. I, I really believe in this guy, Dan Campbell. I mean, I maybe again, maybe it's just because Hard Knocks sh- showed off the glorious side of the Lions, the grit and everything. And by the way, Eminem was on the most recent episode, which is really cool. I, I saw that. I saw a preview of that. That was really cool. I, I'm glad he did that. Uh, of course, being the and even Dan Campbell said nobody represents Michigan more than Eminem. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I just love his energy. I love his players' mentality, attitude. He was a player, and so I'm, my upset team is going to be the Lions this year. I just checked. Bills are up seven nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we are recording this the day of the, of NFL kickoff season. We right. had to push it back, but I mean, anything else we want to cover? Oh, let's let's do a season pick. So I picked my MVP. Who's your MVP? I picked Herbert. Oh man, my MVP. 
man, you might hate this pick. But, but there's so many out there. Yeah, that are, that I are, know. It's it's going to be. It's I, I think it's either going to be a running back, Jonathan Taylor, and or Derrick Henry. I I can see Jonathan Taylor. You know what, man? I, I, but not as much just because Matt Ryan is a better quarterback. Yeah, true. I That's think he'll get point. less touches, but they'll be like, hey, he's doing this with less touches now. This might be really boring, man. I'm going to go Herbert, too. I, I I think this kid is just most touchdowns, most yards ever in the first two seasons. He's destined for an MVP yeah. right now. He just is. You know, and, and, I they're, think the and they're not just MVP. They're looking to win. Super Bowls. Right. Now that's the point they're at in this with the right, Chargers. Right. And I also think two teams to look out for as well. You know, I know he's going through the contract thing, but you know, they play the Jets week one, so that's gonna be a win. And I think they're gonna get off to a good start. The Ravens, I think the Ravens are gonna bounce back this year because people forget they were the number one seed before uh Lamar got hurt. And that's then the true. Titan, the Titans took it over and the Titans are, I just don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> um, you know, I think teams like Jacksonville will be a little bit better this year. I don't think they're gonna win a division, but I think they'll be better. Um, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. And then, you know, of course, the Seahawks. I mean, I, I <laughs> <Duh>. mean, <laughs> Gino at quarterback. I'm sorry. You're just not going to be a good team. I'm I sorry, w- guys. I was listening to Seattle Sports Radio oh, here, boy. right? And I don't know if it was Jake or not Jake, uh, Stacy and Bump this morning. Right. Or if it was Brock and Salk. It's one of those, it's one of those first two morning shows. I was kind of just typing away, you know, doing some ads and all that. And I was like. Someone on the show, someone was a guest. I don't know if it who, was it uh, KJ Wright that was on. It might have been KJ Wright, but I think he yeah. was saying like former linebacker. They're going to be better than people think, and I really? said, no, they're not. No, don't don't so. stop, stop. Like a- a- anyone with the right sense and a football mind knows Seattle's going to win a maximum three games this year, and I will pull up the schedule right now and yeah, tell you what three games they are. Yeah. They play the Lions this year. And they're not and beating the, Jets, the Lions. And the Jets. I'll give so them I think that. I had the Jets as one of them. Yeah, yeah. It was the Giants. And, uh... Well, the Lions, like you said. I don't think they'll beat the Lions. Oh, okay. I don't think they'll beat the Lions. There's something... Dan Campbell's that... They're not gonna... They're not gonna, like, win a lot of games. They'll probably win, like, six, seven. But they can do better than the two or three they won last year, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think it was two wins last year. Yeah, yeah. So it just matters what Jared Goff shows up to. So we're gonna... I don't think they beat the Lions. I... I'm going to look it up real quick. Because it was like the Giants, the Jets, both New York teams. Right. And then, let me look it up real quick. But who's your defensive player of the de- defensive player of the year? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll probably go with uh, TJ Watt again. I think it's either going to be him or Donald, which I know is an easy pick to make. But I'll go with TJ Watt. I think look out for Aiden Hutchinson, too, the rookie in, in Detroit. I think he's going to have a really good year. And I think he's going to prove to people why he should have been the number one pick. Guys, uh, you got the the games there for you on the on the phone? Yeah, so they're going to lose to Denver Monday, which actually you're going to the game. Yeah, that, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. So they're going to boo the hell out of Russ. Well, that was my question. Never mind then. We'll get to it now. They're going to boo you the hell out of Russ. I don't yeah. care what people are saying because people are like, it's not like the Tom Brady thing where it's like, we understand why you left. Yeah. You, thank you for 20 seasons. Thank you for six Super Bowls, for multiple MVPs, an almost perfect season. Like yeah. Tom Brady had what you would call pretty much a perfect career, right? And then it's just like, we understood. Were we salty? Yeah. It's like, you really didn't want to return, but it was almost one of those, like, he proved himself. Like, yeah. okay, I can still win at this level. Or where um, Belichick's been trying to get rid of him since, like, 2014 when they drafted Garoppolo. So it's just like, he's been trying the last, like, 
almost decade to get rid of Brady. And Brady, if he goes through a divorce, man, he's going to play for another 15 years. Like, we're not going to get rid of Tom Brady. Right, right. Because he has, now he's like, oh, I have a wife to get home to. I got nothing better to do. Yeah. He's going to be out there with a walker. Like, oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> cling, cling, and a walker. Right, but, right, right. But no, I have it pulled up right here. So, okay. But they're going to boo the hell yeah, out of us. Yeah, I think they're going to boo him too. So the yeah. first two series, I think the Seattle defense is going to be fired up with that crowd. Yeah. We're going to get it, Russ. Blah, 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 blah. The whole, right. 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 Russ has been in that stadium for 10 years. It's what people forget about. He's going to be like, the, the adrenaline's going to kick in. Oh, I'm first time I'm actually visiting Seattle, right? But he's been a part of that noise. They, they, they know how he's going to know how to beat it. They're going to have hand signals. You know, they've been working on that since preseason game one. Yeah. How to beat that noise. And, he's gonna, and then they're just going to run away with it. I don't even see it being close. I think Seattle will be lucky to score more than six. You know, they're wearing those lime green jerseys. Action green or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> That's how but, they call them action green. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Got you. Yeah, they're gonna lose. They. Uh, do, 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 do. I don't even see Seattle winning until like what is that week seven against the Giants? Okay, and they at home at that one. Uh, at home, I think so they're one, probably two, gonna win three, that one. Four, five, six, seven. They're gonna start the season zero and seven. Yeah, I can see it because they play the Broncos and they play the Niners. And they play the Falcons. I think the Falcons will be better than people think. Okay. Yeah, Mariota. Not, not like not like Gray, but better than Seattle. Right. Uh, they play the Lions. I don't see them beating the Lions, and that's in Detroit. Ooh. Saints, they're not beating the Saints. Cardinals, and then Chargers. So they'll play the Giants. I think they'll beat the Giants at home. Cardinals, Bucks, Raiders, Rams. Wow. <sighs> Panthers. Maybe the Panthers depends what Baker Mayfield's doing at that point. Right. Niners, Niners, Chiefs, Jets. They play the Jets the second to last game of the season, and then the Rams. I mean, you could. Fl- I mean, you could. The Falcons are a flip flop team, but they're winning no more than three or four games. I- I'm saying three games. So I'll actually say I think they'll beat the Falcons at home, week three. So they'll start the season one and six. Then they'll beat the Giants. So they'll be two and seven. They'll lose to the Chargers, and then they will beat the Jets. And they will be at that point three in thirteen, and, and they will lose to the Rams at home, yeah, in terrible fashion, in LA's favor, week eighteen. All right, three and fourteen Seattle's top record. I can see it. And there's yeah. going to be a worse team out there, so they will not snag one oh, of the top geez. quarterbacks. Oh boy, well that's going to be a horrible, horrible thing if they don't snag one of those quarterbacks. That's for sure. Man, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't see them winning any more than three. Um, same thing with my team. I mean. Zach Wilson out for the, for the first four games of the year, likely. Joe Flacco at quarterback. I mean, everybody's like, oh, revenge game against the Ravens. I'm like, well, he's not <laughs> Joe Flacco Ravens anymore. He's terrible. Well, who's you your, know? Bryce Hall, right? Bryce Hall, yeah. Bryce, Bryce Hall, Hall, running yeah. back? Yeah, running back, yeah. He's, he's supposed to be solid this yeah, year. Yeah, that's what they keep saying. I mean, you know, the Jets got some good pieces, but I, I just, I'm not a Zach Wilson believer. I'm just not. I, I, I never thought he was that good. I thought he was overhyped. He gets hurt a lot. He looks like he's 13. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I just. I'm not a Zach Wilson guy. I'm sorry. And I think that if if he underperforms this year, I think the Jets are go right back to the drawing board. All right. Well, he another quarterback missed. You know, let's trap one of these guys. And stop taking quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know it's not working out for him. So But you said who'd you say for defensive player? Of the uh, year? TJ Watt. Yeah. I'm gonna go Micah Parsons. Oh, okay. Good I'm gonna go Micah Parsons. I he had a great year. Yeah, he he was a MVP caliber player right. when they moved him from outside linebacker to an actual DN like they did with Von Miller early in his career. I don't see I don't see anyone of that East Division stopping him. So yeah, yeah. um most improved, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Why not? He was or hurt. Comeback player of the comeback, year. Comeback, yeah, comeback yeah. player of the year. Uh Christian McCaffrey. 
just that's the only one I can think of that will make an immediate impact and be like, yeah, just because he was hurt. That's, yeah. that's who, anyone else? I mean, uh, I can't think of anyone. Josh Jacobs, I think, was hurt a little bit, but not like McCaffrey where he was out for the season. What do you think Baker Mayfield? you think he's going to have a good year? I think he will. I think I think that the Panthers have a push for that division, just depending what it's Bucks sick, team so pulls bad. out. Because yeah, right. it's bad, and you just right. Baker wants to compete. Yeah, he's he's not been like a like a winner in Cleveland, but it's just like now look what look at the dumpster fire he just left in Cleveland. Yeah, so yeah, I think he's got to make new ground, and I think if he has a good season, I could see Seattle maybe trying to snag him on a cheap deal next year, right? And right. have pieces and build through the draft again and be like, hey, you're still young enough. Here's a one year deal, prove it. Right. And I, I was I was saying they should have traded for Baker since day one. That's what I was If saying. you're really trying to compete, you're not gonna win with Geno Smith or Drew Locke. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not. Point blank and period. You're just like not. Pete, I think he's a great defensive coach. I think he's one of the best players coaches in the league sure. and he's proved it. But you're not gonna win with Geno Smith. No. That's that's my final take. All right. Well, I agree with you there, no doubt about it. Uh, really quick though, last two quick topics: uh, the college football playoff. We didn't we didn't mention that last week. Twelve oh, teams now. Cause it, yeah, cause it updated, huh? Yeah, twelve teams. I think by twenty twenty six. I think they're saying twenty twenty six, but they're pushing for twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. I I'm all for it, man. I I just you know. Well, I think twelve is too much. Well, twelve is too much, but I'm I'm for expanding it. Is what I'm saying. I, I yeah. think eight would have been perfect. Yeah, eight, your conference yeah. champions, and then your Alabama, your Ohio State, who loses later in the season. To get and it. I think the thing with college football is there's always been this mystique, like boy, if you lose one game, you're out. You know, two games, you're done for good. So I think now teams can probably like Alabama, maybe Nick Saban can finally say, okay, well, let's actually play some real competition before SEC play because we don't have to worry about losing one game. And that's time. and that's my thing with college football too. Like these teams and the and Nick Saban was actually against the expansion of the SEC. So this isn't like a shot at Saban or Alabama or anything like that or like the Big Twelve, right? When that they're expanding with the USC and UCLA coming over. <clears throat> yeah, but like. I have to just say it for Alabama because they played a really weak team oh, week sure. one. Utah State. Utah State. They blew what, 55 to nothing. Like, But then you look at Georgia who played Oregon. Oregon destroyed them. They destroyed them, but that just proves how good Georgia is, you know? But and, they're playing real teams is what I'm saying. Yeah, they played a real team. Florida beat Utah, Utah. which I said was going ha- yeah. I, I to happen, but yeah. it's just Utah. You're going to the swamp. It's one of the most hostile places to play. Yeah, you call and, it one, it. and I hate when, like, the national panels will be like, it's a neutral site game between the University of Oregon and the Georgia Bulldogs. It, it's in Mercedes-Benz it, Stadium. <laughs> it is 20 minutes from campus for right, Georgia. They're Athens. sleeping in their own beds next right. to their girlfriends' wives. Right. If you're Zach Wilson, a cougar, you know some <laughs> milf. But it's had to throw that in there. Yeah, Keep slaying Zach if you're well, ever going to hear that, this. You know? But it's just like, that's not a home game. That's or that's not a neutral game. You're it, that wasn't primarily. They say it's half, but that's all Georgia fans. Yeah, there. for sure. They're arrested. Oregon's traveling five hour flight, X amount of time. Right, like yeah. that's not neutral. You yeah. might as well just play it at the University of Georgia Stadium at that point. Right, but for right. TV and blue blue, and that's one thing I hate is like why these teams have to travel to the to the to the SEC. Sure, schedule it, but like Utah's number seven. Utah has a great home field advantage. Make the Gators on rank go to Utah. Make them go to Utah. Yeah. Make them go to Salt Lake City and beat the number seventeen. Because right. you ain't never going to see Alabama go to Utah State. You no. know, and it's just like they want to build these conferences so good for competition. Cool. You have sixteen teams and you have twelve season games. You can pick uh, twelve get twelve teams right, out of right. your sixteen team conference now. Yeah. That's how it should be. That and that's just what gets me all riled up about it. Because then it's like you see like Wisconsin. Uh, who did Wisconsin play this weekend? Um. Oh, that I'm not sure about. But I I, I get what you're saying in this whole like. <laughs> 
you know, you just want why, why do teams have to travel to the south to play? Like, right? Like, okay, schedule it out down the road. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. It's like five. I think it's a couple years in advance. I, I think it's like a maximum of five, right? That you plan out because like the last year's UW Michigan game was during the Peterson era where they schedule it to make to plan it for TV and deals and right, all that, right? Where you don't expect UW to be that bad. But UW looked great, by the way. They did. UW looked great. I can't remember the quarterback's name that transferred from Indiana. Lefty, love it. He's slinging it. And they beat a really good Kent State team. I know it totally went off topic right there, but it just led to like the whole TV thing. Um, UW's going to have a solid year. I think UW, depending what Bo Nix can do in Oregon, I think UW can win the, the Pac-12 North. Ooh, okay. And then play USC. And, and make at least a decent bowl game. I think USC's going to run the yeah, table I in the Pac-12. Yeah. I don't care that they played Rice. They That's one of those other things, right? Yeah, they look good. But they look good. Yeah, we're looking and, Riley, man. He, he's well, looking Riley and Caleb Williams and, and yeah. Addison Jordan, the and you know what? winner. Caleb Williams has had that offense last year, so yep. he's familiar with Lincoln Riley's offense. And he's got the, the Boletnikov winner last year, the best receiver in the nation, catching his ball. So yeah, yeah. I see them running through it. I actually see them making the playoff this year. Okay. I love That's that. my college football that. hot take. Yeah. Okay. And there's no way you can tell a USC Lincoln Riley led Heisman hopeful candidate. No shot. Yeah. We went 13 0 at the conference championship. You can't not let us There's in. no shot. Right. Right. Especially with them going to the Big Ten now. You're going to leave the future Big Ten powerhouse there you go. out of the Final Four? No. But the main point you're trying to make is hey, we just want more comp- competitive games. And and to schedule locations a little bit better. Don't make it so SEC biased. And God, it so is too. And yeah. it, and it's like watch out for Miami. Miami looked really good this Mario this last weekend too. Yeah, yeah. Both you both Washington teams won too. There you go. I mean, <laughs> the Cougars beat the Vandals, but hey, wins a win. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> the battle right. for Polsbo yeah. up there, but <laughs> but I I I think the pac 12s it's getting better. And I think because I don't I don't know if UC actually. They said they're going. It was like a verbal thing. We're going to the Big Ten. Yeah. I, I think if they can rebuild this conference, like, all right, we're going to give you X amount of money. Because it's just like they're just not budging on paying them. No, you got to pay your big You got to pay your big teams. That'd be like the Big Ten telling Ohio State, yeah, we're only going to give you like $20 million a year. Right. Nah, we'll go to the SEC and go make 80 to 100. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what's happening with, with USC and yeah. the Pac-12. They have the money. They just don't want to spend it. Right. So it's just like, okay, then kick out the bad teams. They're bringing like the Nevadas, the Boise States, the BYUs, the, you know, bringing just. Stack it up with your whole Western Hemisphere of the United States, yeah, right, like right. everyone else is doing. Yeah, so you have better competition, so no one doubts that. Right, right. I totally so, agree. Yeah, that's why they put Utah in the Pac-12. You know, yeah. that's all this, and so it's just like maybe make a poll for like a Texas Tech. And A and M's in the SEC. They're not leaving the SEC. Just something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that. But and you know, in college football and especially the playoff. I mean, we haven't seen many upsets technically, but. I think if you add more teams, it could be, you know, you could see some some good upsets. Yeah, like you know? if you're going to build a power conference, play your power conference, your your commissioners wanted so bad. And so I got like, Alabama should not be playing Utah State. Yeah. They sh- they're totally in the whack. Agree. They should not be playing Utah State. I know they pay them to pay to play them like a million dollars or something like that. Yeah. D- don't. Go, then, go play go play your Floridas and your right. LSUs and now your Texas and all these teams that you wanted so bad in the conference. You should not play at a conference if you have more than 16 teams. You know, and, and Alabama's ranked number one for a reason. You know, it's not like they're bad or it's not like there's like risking losing. And, and I, I, think mean, Georgia, I think Georgia should have topped them how they just demolished the number 11 team. Yeah. But that's just Alabama bias right there. Well, you know, it's just because they played Utah State. Now, Georgia destroyed. Yeah, they did. Destroyed Oregon. Oregon fell out of the rankings. Right. I think Utah fell to oh, like the yeah, yeah, they they yeah, took them yeah. totally out. But it's like they play the defending champion pretty much on home turf. Like I know they only scored what three, three points, points, but still. Yeah. Like, and then I, 
Ohio State. You're going to drop them totally out. And then when Florida, I think Florida's ranked 12th now. Yeah, they are. After yeah. beating Utah, it's like, come on. Like, they're about to fall out. It's just they, they try so hard for this college football, like SEC, 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 right. SEC. And it's like, okay, what about the other teams? And yeah. that's not just saying, like, oh, well, like, you should share. You know, I'm being all sarcastic, but it's just like, that's why they put the 12th team. So if an Alabama loses, there's no shot in hell Alabama does not make the playoffs. Right, there you go. There's no shot in hell yeah. Ohio State makes the does not make does yeah, not miss one the playoffs. Two, too much money involved to lose if they do not make a playoff. Yeah, no, they're definitely biased towards those teams. There's no doubt about it. Because eight, no eight's pushing it. it, and I said it should have been eight. Yeah, I agree with you. Four I think four. twelve is a little too much, but eight is. I think eight is great. I, you know I what? Agree with you. Screw it. Make it a sixty-four team, like the basketball tourney. Yeah. And go from there. But I like I said, like with the like I just wanted I didn't get to finish this point real quick because I I got all sidetracked. Sorry, my ADD kicked in. The um like with Utah going to Florida. Okay, you had that schedule out probably up to the last four or five years, right? That was the schedule. You're like, okay, we're gonna Utah's like, we need to play better competition for a push. They're the yeah. number seven team. Keep it unofficial where it should be played until the season starts. Oh, not until the season, but it's like at the end of the season, be like, okay, the rankings are here, you're playing in Utah. There's no reason a number seven team should have to travel to go play an right. unranked. Team. I get what you're saying. If you are yeah. unranked, you're flying. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it, it. Oh, you don't want to play in Utah with the elevations higher? That's well, you know what it is. It's like yeah, right. And it's like Utah's kind of doing them a favor by playing them. You know. Yeah, what I mean? and now they're now they're 12th ranked in the nation. I think Utah dropped to like 20th. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. I agree I'm just done with the ACC bias, and it's like. Or SEC, yeah. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. SEC. And yeah. It's just like watch, they're gonna pull Clemson one of these days. Yeah, and then it's just, or Clemson's going to go to the Big Ten because that's, yeah. that's just the that's just the atmosphere and climate and whatever you want to call it term for college football now. It's all about the money. Oh, for sure. And like no like I said, twelve it. teams. Like we agreed on off show the other day. We're like, when you're like, hey, what do you think of it? I think it's just that. So you never have an Ohio State or Alabama ever miss the playoffs. There you go. So you get that, and then you might also get a, a sleeper team too. So I think it's the best. But I do players. like how they said the power the power fives get a team in, which is that's how I think it should have been. So it's like the eight seed, right? You have eight teams. All power fives get in, yep, and then you can get like a Cincinnati in yeah. or someone like that, where it's like, okay, they're not playing good competition, but they have a shot. They're a really good team. We're gonna put them as the seventh seed, and they're gonna go lose to Ohio State in the right. Sugar Bowl, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like they did last year with them in Alabama, wasn't it? Yeah, Alabama just trounced them. Yes, yeah, she missed uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, I know it was, it, you know, so we might see that still, but at least more teams are getting a shot. You know, like like a team like I don't know. USC, like USC or Pitt or Cincinnati, you know, teams like that. So that, that USC, be... watch out for USC yeah, this year. And that I, I know that's week one against uh, against uh, Rice. Rice, but 66 points is still 66 yeah. points. Right, it's not easy to do, no doubt. So there's competitors and on the And Christian other side. McCaffrey's brother's a receiver on oh, Rice. So, oh. I mean, I mean, they got some talent. You can't totally blow them up. I know no one on Utah State. So. Yeah, yeah. Probably well. some Mormon kid's probably on there. That's all I can think of. <laughs> uh, I wanted to finish off with UFC, but just really quick, breaking news. Changes on the horizon 2023 will bring new rules to the MLB, including the end of the shift and a pitch clock. So that's what we're getting next year. What do you, what do you think about that? Pitch clock we've known about. Yeah. I, I do like the shift. Being eliminated. Being eliminated. People are like, oh, it's been a part of baseball for X amount of years. And I'm like, I get that, but it's like. You think it's an unfair advantage type of thing? I do think it, to a point it's an unfair advantage. And yeah. I'd, I'd, I've been pro like, well, they should learn to hit oppo. You learn that from Little League, right? But it's just like. When you like the the infielders are one thing, right? But when you're shifting your outfielders in, so you have like six in or like four, five, in, five infielders, yes. And then you're it's just when you start bringing infielders in to be in the infield, 
right? Or all this and that. You're playing a shortstop deep behind Segacy. No, nothing get in the gap. It's just one of those, like, I'm okay with the shift. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I think uh, I'm pitch, fine with it. The pitch clock we've known about, like you said, so not a big shocker. But uh, do you think it'll speed the game up a little bit? I mean, I like know. the pitch clock. And I, I, I was primarily a pitcher for this sense of. Who was it? David Ortiz made a very good point back when they were like, you can't take both feet out of the batter's box, right? Uh, and, I, and I'm doing like a motion for those listening. Yeah. Of like stepping out when they do their whole like wrist thing and all that, right? Yeah, where, yeah. where now he's like, okay, so because we, we step out of the box to do a practice swing and redo our gloves. Superstitious, right? You, you, you do both gloves and pad and get your pine tar or whatever on your hands and go to bat. He made a good point where pitchers walk around. They grab the the bay, the rising, you know, and they're all doing this. They're doing their whole thing. And he goes, they take longer than the batters. I, I think it's yeah. a good way to slightly speed the game up. Yeah. I do like that where it's like, it should not take you 40 seconds to throw a pitch. Right. Right when you right when you get the ball, right when you step on that mound, start. Yeah. Or right when the catcher throws the ball back to you, start. I have, I have no problem with that. I have okay. no problem with it. I agree. Speed it up just a little bit. It's not going to do major things, but it's like. I think I think it'll help the game just a little bit. Like right. if you're gonna put against the batters, you should put against the pitchers too. Where it's like, okay, you don't get they're throwing the ball around, right? It's gonna speed the throwing around the ball. Don't don't take the little things out that's entertaining, like a strikeout throwing the ball around yeah. the diamond. But during that bat, it should not take you 45 seconds to a minute to throw another pitch. Yeah, hurry it up is what you're saying. Catch like, the ball, yeah. get set. Yeah, grab the let's whatever. Get right, going. right. Get in your motion. Let's go here. I wonder how Mason's gonna feel about that. I mean, I know he's not the biggest Rob Manfred fan and. You know, I think does Manfred make those decisions? I mean, it's like a league, committee? it's like a league committee? thing, committee thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll and get so. his thoughts on that next week for sure. Let's finish off with some UFC, man. Of course, big fight just because it's Nate Diaz going against uh, the Russian guy Chemayev. Chemayev, who is in the camp, who was in the camp of um, uh, Habib. Habib, yeah, Habib. So, what do you think? I mean, do you think Nate is going to pull this one off? <laughs> He's going to get demolished. Oh, He's getting demolished. Nate puts on a show. He has so much scar tissue. When he walks into Octagon, he starts bleeding. <laughs> Nate's a fighter. Nate puts on a show, but he's that he's that scrappy fighter, you oh, know. Yeah. And, and I don't think I don't know if he's actually ever knocked out, but I, I can tell you this right now: he's going to put up a fight. But Chimaev's just that guy, dude. Like he, I can't remember. It was, it was some it was some guy. It was a, a fighter from China, but he he like picked him up. Oh, and put him in submission. He was talking to Dana while he's trying to submit this. Like he's carrying him <laughs> oh, to he carried him to Dana's corner right. where he's sitting and said, "Give me a title shot." And a grown man that's pr- they fight at Welter. He he took a grown man, carried him across the octagon. That's amazing. To Dana and then submitted, saying, "I want a title shot," badass. and then tapped him out. <laughs> and it's just like whatever they're drinking over there, like Kazakhstan or whatever it is where they're fighting. Dude, I I want some. Yeah, I want some, but. We'll see, but, man. But yeah, that's so. That's it. I but mean, do you think it'll be an? Do you think it'll be a quick fight? And it will. You said entertaining. But three you, rounds. Okay, I think three. it'll go three rounds. I think it'll go right. three rounds. Well, we love seeing Nate Diaz fight. And do you think it's going to be his last one? No, it is his last one. Oh, it is. It is his last one. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. And then he's going to do his thing. He's a triathlete. You know, he does his thing. So it's just kind of. I don't know. I don't think you you ever leave for good once you retire in UFC. You always come back for like one more, like St. Pierre did. But it'll be down the road. And then, uh, well. I you know we we the guy makes headlines man we'll we'll talk about it real quick Jake Paul fighting uh, Anderson Silva what do you, what do you think about that <laughs> money fight it's, a, it's, it's a money, all about money right it's a money grab it's just Silva's like okay and and 
Jake Paul's getting guys that he can that are big names that will draw pay per views. Yep, that's right. He gets paid more in pay per view than he does prize money. So Do you agree that uh, he just hasn't fought a real boxer. I mean, are you into that that type of uh, Silva's one of the greatest strikers ever You're to right. grace and walk this earth. Go. So yeah, yeah. he's in for a treat. Silva knocked out a boxer not too long ago, within the last year or so, I think it was. But I, I think it's just time to. He's doing like the the money fights. So that's going to sell pay per views. He's a hype man. He's a social media star. He knows what get he's doing. Get your bread, man. Yeah. He's not a kid. He's our age. Go get your bread. Right. But I think it's just like the the purest of boxing MMA. Like okay, he's he's working his way up now. First it was Nate or not Nate Diaz. Um. Oh Ben. Nate ben Robinson. A- ben, they- ben Askren. <laughs> yeah, and he's finding right. a YouTuber. You know now he's yeah. Now he's stepping up. Okay, one of the greatest UFC fighters ever. Do you that's like forty seven years old? Yeah. Like, do you like this whole like? YouTubers becoming boxers. I mean, are you into that? I mean, it's entertaining, and it like I mean, you said, pay per views and social media clicks. But you know, I think the sport of boxing like it likes it just because these influencers and these like social media stars are bringing attention to the sport That's of right. boxing. That's right. The integrity of it, no. Yes. But the eyes and the vi- the visual viewers, way up. They like it. Yeah. For that sense, brings right. new fans in because then they start paying attention. And it's like, oh, Jake Paul fights on the Teofimo Lopez top rank card or. Or right. Logan Paul is fighting so and so in a heavyweight fight on the Canelo Alvarez pay per view on on DAZN. You know stuff like that where it's it'll lead to that. Yeah. But yeah. they'll never be like fighting for titles unless they make them up like they have. But right. But boxing likes in the sense uh, Max Kellerman. Uh, Max Kellerman said something similar to that on his show. Max on boxing was, it, are they the best fighters? No. But the thing is, they they can fight. They're training they're and training. all this. Yeah, you I know? give them credit for that. And yeah, yeah they're training, putting work. But in. the for the integrity of the game. Boxing purists hate it. Oh, for sure. But they like it because it's bringing attention new attention and yeah, fans and a younger generation to the sport. Right, right. So right. that's how it benefit in the long run. All right. Well, either way, like UFC had to start somewhere. Yeah, and they, it grew popular, and they, so boxing right, is doing point. the same thing. So Dana White built it into a monster. So for sure. All right, man. I think we covered everything. Sports is definitely going to be entertaining, and we'll talk football. For the next how many other weeks it's going to be, for sure. So 18 weeks and counting. Yes, for sure. And Mason will be back next week, and we're going to get that Zoom thing. We're trying to get, get some going. Yep, Ryan's getting, a, Ryan's getting a mic. We're yeah. going to set up and get some visual going, some videos for you. All right, so we're looking forward to that. Until episode 46 next week, I am Ryan. He is Antonio. We are signing off. Peace, guys. Later, guys.